This is the Marlology Podcast. Marlowe County, Ohio. It's my home. With your host, Mike and Joey. Hello, Mike. Hello, Joey. Hey, boo-boo. It's another time for a show. Yep. This is the 20... I think this is number 25. 25 times and people are still listening. Yeah. I'm amazed. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but we do present a lot of good things that's going on in Morrow County, so I understand people listening. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the fair, because it's coming up, Mike. Yes. We're going to talk about the fair. So a couple things that I wanted to share here is um, they've got Mike Bishop. Uh, he's a hypnotist. And he's going to have two shows at five, or I'm sorry, three shows at five, seven, and nine at the small stage on Tuesday night. And then he's got three more shows on Wednesday night, five, seven, and nine at the small stage. Looks like he's doing them just about every day. All right, take it back. So he's doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three shows, seven, five, seven, and nine. Um... And then it looks like we also have, um, looks like we also have, uh, ooh, this one's going to be fun, the outhouse races, and those are going to be at the grandstands. I'm, I'm doubting that's going to be a crappy time, Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see, there's spirit days this year. Did you know that? Well, they, they've done that in the past as well. Yeah. Uh, so each school has its spirit day. Highland and uh, Cardington spirit day is Tuesday the 31st. Wednesday, the, tw- the 1st of September, is Northmore spirit day. And then Thursday the 2nd is going to be Mount Gilead's um, uh, spirit day. And there's also the Bear Hollow Chainsaw Exhibitor. Mm-hmm. Um, he has four shows that day. Um, wow. Wow. It uh, looks like he's actually there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, providing that fun stuff. Um, Nashville Crush on Sunday at 6.30 p.m. They're opening for Kentucky Headhunters. That's a big name. It is. Um, yeah. And there's puppet shows, Mike. Um, so feel free. There's a frozen, frozen T-shirt contest. Uh, and then here's the big one. Frozen t-shirt. That sounds like a cool contest. It is one cool thing. That's right. Yeah. Ice, ice, baby. All right. Vanilla. So <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, harness racing starts at 4.30 p.m. There is also going to be... Um, there's also going to be the Steamtown Road Concert at the Small Arena. And that's going to be from 7 to 10 p.m. And there's you know diesel truck drag racing. Uh, they're gonna do they're gonna do all kinds of fun stuff. Getting back to normal here, I'm loving it. Um, Thursday, eight to ten p.m. Music by Kicking Grass Band on the small stage. Uh, looks like there's all kinds of stuff, Mike. I just there's just Ooh, so Thursday, much. Thursday, 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 six p.m. Watermelon eating contest. Ooh, be I, careful. I can I can eat me a watermelon and spit out them seeds quicker than anybody. You have to be careful. My grandma used to tell me that if you would, if you swallowed the seeds, that a pumpkin or a watermelon would grow in your stomach. Well, that's what happened to me. Uh, let's see here. What else is there? Um, there's uh, wow. There is just all kinds of stuff. The the school bands are going to perform. 
uh, down at the fairgrounds. Uh, there's a veterans program on the 31st at 1 p.m. Uh, there's the royalty stuff. Hot dog eating contest Saturday the 4th at 6 p.m. Uh, Let me pencil that in my schedule here. <laughs> there is um, antique tractor parade. There's going to be square dancing at the youth building on Saturday night from 8 to 11. I've square danced a couple times, Mike. It's, it's kind of fun. You can't cut any corners, though. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am, I am full of terrible, terrible jokes today. And I have none. Um, there's a, a bee extraction event from, at 1 and 5.30 p.m. at the Arts and Crafts building. Um, there's just so much fun stuff. Just so much fun stuff going on. Uh, the big one that is going to be on Monday, and that is, um, is it Monday or is it Sunday? I believe it's Monday here, is going to be the, um, the, big, the big auction. Yeah, it's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's going to be fun and uh, getting that out. So, you know, instead of going um, to the store, you know, Mike, and, and buying meat from who knows where, why not keep it local? Go down to the fairgrounds, buy, you know, uh, a cow or a hog or whatever down there and, uh, you know, help the, the, uh, the kids pay for their 4-H project or recoup some of that money mm -hmm. um, and then get it processed. You, there's a couple places here locally. Uh, I know of one off the top of my head, Hoffman's in Cardington, um, but there's a couple other places that you can get them uh, processed and it actually works out to be cheaper. You wouldn't think it, but it does work out to be cheaper. I know I went in last year with my in-laws and we bought some some uh, food, um, some meat. Well, let me let me run down the uh, prices to get in, or if you want to get a, a yeah a season pass. <clears throat> and I'm finding this on, on Facebook under Morrow County Agricultural Society. Um, it's six dollars general admission, six years and under free. Uh, an adult season pass is thirty dollars if you have a camping site or made senior fair entries, you already have one. Uh, youth season pass is $20, and Audubacker Entertainment will be charging $15, my phone went dead, there we go, for their daily ride pass. Um, adult and youth passes are available for purchase in the senior fair office. If you attend every day, this is the way to go. It saves you a lot of money if you get that uh, $30 pass or $20 for youth. So you can go to the uh, senior fair office uh, during their hours. I'm trying to find the hours they're open. And you can get your pass right there. I've already got mine. So just as a reminder, folks, the fair officially begins on Tuesday, August 31st. Um, that's when everything will be set in place. All the animals will be set in place. They're actually moving in on Monday. So technically, Monday is uh, a fair day, but nothing's going to be you know, ready to go uh, until late that evening. So Tuesday the 31st, and then the fair runs until Monday the 6th, and uh, that's when we have the, the show, the, um, the livestock sales, uh, and then they close the day at 4.30 p.m. with the um, demolition derby. So that, uh, Mike, is going to close up the fair talk, I think, this week. Um, we're going to talk with um, Lindsey uh, Gullick and Dave Brown here in a, a little bit. Um, from the fair board, uh, the senior fair board and junior fair board. 
Want to talk about something else that's coming up here, Mike? What's that? In Cardington, they're having the Cardington Wine and Arts Festival yes, they on are. Saturday, September 25th from noon till 10. Now, this is uh, being organized by um, a group over there in Cardington. And it says, we are thrilled to announce that Bunker's Mill Winery is a part of the first annual Cardington Wine and Arts Festival, which will be held on September 25th, 2021. The American Legion at the Legion at the American Legion Community Park, um, which we learned was actually part of a railroad depot. Right. Yeah. Right. Going way back a couple yes. episodes. Uh, we'll be bringing local wineries and artists to town to enjoy a day of good wine, good art, and good friends. We'll be sharing more throughout the summer about the wineries and artists that are joining us. So save the date now, September 25th. You won't want to miss it. Uh, that's going to be, I think that's going to be a, a great time, to be honest. Um, so that's just one of the multiple things that are going on. And if you haven't been to Bunker's Mill, go out there to Bunker's Mill and get, get some wine. I love their blue denim. They've got uh, a, a white satin that's really good. Um, all kinds of good stuff out there. So, All right, Mike, what do you got? Well, I wanted to bring up that uh, this past week, the uh, Mount Gilead Village Council announced the annual Nathan Tucker Awards, and this year they had three winners, which I think in the past there's only been one winner, but this, this year we had three, and these are awarded to individuals who make Mount Gilead a better place to live. Now, I know all three of these folks, and they are fine, deserving recipients of this award. Um, the first one is Rita Martin. Oh, Rita Barton, yeah. Yeah. Definitely deserving. Yes. She is president of the uh, Chester Arbor Gleaners. Uh, she serves on Seniors On Center, among other organizations. She was director of the local Red Cross for nine years, where she won the Clara Barton Award. And um, she was the head of the Morrow County Health District for more than 18 years. So, Rita, congrats. Very well deserved. Uh, another one that won an award this year, the um, Nathan Tucker Award, was a good friend of mine, Stan Sipe. And a lot of the things I read here in the history came from Stan. So uh, uh, Stan loves researching Morrow County and Mount Gilead history. He is active as historian of the Morrow County Historical Society and as treasurer of the Morrow County Genealogical Society. And he's been putting together many folders of different uh, topics of history um, for both organizations. So Stan, great job, buddy. Keep it up. And the third one was Brad Wood. Oh, yeah. And uh, he served as chairman of the hospital board of trustees. Um, he was a part of the Mount Gilead Board of Education for eight years. He was on the um, uh, board of Village Parks and Recreation. He helped start the, uh, the um, uh, soccer pro youth soccer program. I can't read my writing here. And uh, he also coached soccer and baseball teams. And he helped build the tennis courts for the public to use. And he is a lifetime member of the First Baptist Church, where he has also taught Sunday school. So, Brad, great job. Thank you, buddy, for your contributions to the Mount Gilead community. Well, knowing all three of them, Mike, I have to agree. Three very well-deserving folks. 
Congratulations to all three of you. Those, that's, that's some pretty big news there. Yes. Um, so also want to share on September 7th, it's a Tuesday, they're having yoga with Chastity in person at the People Place, the Maseko Center of Wellbeing in Cardington. And it looks like they have a, actually, uh, looks like it's going to be every Tuesday, at least through September. The um, Ohio State University Extension um, Center um, at Headwaters Outdoor Education Center is going to be having a um, concrete pumpkin make and take. So it, there's a $5 fee in there, uh, but we'll be, it says we'll be using concrete pantyhose and string to create a cute little pumpkin. You'll be able to use this cute little pumpkin to decorate for fall. The fee is $5 to cover the cost of materials. And that's going to be at Headwaters there on Home Road, which is right next door to the Sheriff's Department, uh, 42 North going out of town. Then there is also, a, um, also by the Ohio State Horticulture, um, and I don't think I said sep se uh, September 8th, which is Wednesday, uh, which I believe is the day that most of the schools are going to go back to school in the county on that Wednesday. They're either going on Tuesday or Wednesday. But on that Wednesday, the 8th at 630 is when you're going to be able to make that cute little pumpkin, Mike, down there at Headwaters. And then on September 16th, it's a Thursday at 630 p.m., they're having a plant horticulture book and magazine swap. Uh, and that's being put on by the Ohio State University Extension Center. And that's going to be, ooh, down at Bunker's Mill. So take your magazines, trade it in, get a glass of wine or two. But please do drive responsibly. All right, Mike. I'm trying to think. I don't really have too much else going on. Uh, what's going on at the Historical Center? Well, we're open on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4. We have a uh, really nice display of things from... Uh, uh, past fairs, uh, Morrow County Fairs. Um, we have a new exhibit. Ooh. We have a uh, room that's uh, dedicated to the history of churches in Morrow County. And um, I bet that's a, a bell ringer. <laughs> <laughs> there's a restored window from the old uh, Chesterville Presbyterian Church, which was uh, torn down many years ago. It's a stained glass window. It's been uh, been uh, restored and it's now lit. Uh, with LED lighting and it's really cool so you might want to stop in to see that and of course our regular display such as the medical room and the uh, the Rumrell pottery room and of course the cannon that once sat on the square in Mount Gilead uh, for many years so uh, come to the Morrow County History Center and uh, see these things and find out more about them from the uh, volunteers that are there as well. And if they're lucky, they'll get to meet Stan Seif, and they can congratulate him on his award. Yes, he, he hangs out there uh, quite a bit, so yes, Stan might be there. He's almost like a permanent fixture here. Every time he's I come, he's a display. He's here. Yeah, yes. he's a display. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Mike, we just closed um, Little Mermaid Jr. Yes, with our little yes. theater. Went very well. The kids did fantastic. They had a blast with their five-week um, course. You know, they only had about 20 rehearsals. There's only about 20 rehearsals uh, before they performed, but they did a fantastic job. I'm super proud. Um, the stories that I heard from the parents about what um, it meant to the kids to do um, to do the show, it, it, they were just, it was definitely a good thing. Um, I feel really good about it. The kids had a blast. 
Um, so thank you to everyone who came out. Thank you to all the kids who participated. But most importantly, thank you to the parents who brought the kids repeatedly to rehearsals. That was, um, that was um, and, and some of them stayed around Mike and helped backstage and, and did all kinds of fun stuff and painted. Uh, there were some that helped me paint to get the set done. So thanks to everybody there. Um, we do have a couple things coming up that we're working on that we'll be announcing soon. Um, but until then, folks, we're kind of, we're not active right now, but we are active, if that makes sense. We're kind of still planning out to see what we can do. You're in pre preparation for future activity. Yeah, there we go. There go. We, uh, we're working on a Christmas show, Mike. I got to find a venue, got to find a space, and then I can start announcing that. Okay. Uh, but it's going to be a pretty good show. So that is it, I think, for the week, Mike. This week's Morrow County Flashback, brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. All right, Mike. So where in time are you taking us, or what are we talking about? We're going to step into the uh, Wayback Machine, sh uh, Sherman. And, um, oh, Sherman and Peabody. <laughs> I got it. We're going to talk about uh, the beginning of the Morrow County Fair and some... Uh, and also about the centennial of the Morrow County Fair, which was... The centennial was in 1950. So um, I'll t uh, read this from the 2012 Morrow County Historical Society calendar. Um, after reading in the Ohio Cultivator about successful fairs in other counties, C.D. Bingham, who has a road named after him here in Morrow County, uh -huh. and Joseph Mosier, and there is a Mosier Road as well, decided to try a fair in Mount Gilead. Articles in the local newspapers urged farmers and other interested, others interested to exhibit their stock and produce. The Old Baptist Church, then located on the site of the present Napa parking lot, was used to display the farm produce and women's handiwork. Cattle, sheep, and hogs were exhibited in rail fence pens on lots owned by George D. Cross, south and east of the South Public Square, now the property of the Morrow County Historical Society. Held September 30, 1850, this first fair was a success. So an agricultural society was formed with Mosier elected president and Bingham as secretary. This information was found from a 1911 Sentinel interview with Bingham. The second fair was held on North Main Street in a field east of the Benjamin Hall property. The third fair was moved to the north side of Whetstone Creek, west of South Main Street. By 1853, the Ag Society had, produced, had procured land across South Main Street, south of the Whetstone. As horse racing gained in popularity, more land was needed for a larger racetrack. So in 1863, 22 acres of land were purchased from J.S. Trimble, which was the basis for the fairgrounds' present site. And um, the floral halls down there, that's an amazing building. I don't know if you've uh, really paid much attention to it or not, but the, the floral halls cross shape and octang, octang, <laughs> octagonal? Octagonal, yes. Uh, center section qualify it as the most architecturally interesting building on the Morrow County Fairgrounds. The octagonal form became a popular design for exhibition halls following publication of a book by Orson Squires Fowler in 1848. Several Ohio fairgrounds, in addition to Morrow, built structures incorporating the eight-sided shape, which provided open space for unobstructed views. 
Exposition Hall on the Montgomery County Fairground is the largest such structure remaining. Others are in Wood, Shelby, and Fairfield counties. Through the effort of the Morrow County Garden Clubs, led by Olive Rexford and Alice Dukes, the Floral Hall was entered on the National Register of Historic Places by the National Park Service of the U.S. Department of the Interior on July 6, 1976. A bronze National Registry plaque was purchased by the County Garden Clubs in 2011 and mounted near the south entry door. So there's some history on the fair and of the uh, Floral Hall. And I'm going to read an article about the centennial celebration of the fair. And this appeared in the uh, August 17, 1950, Morrow County Sentinel. Three big days of the Morrow County Centennial Fair still remain following the opening of the annual event Tuesday morning. The fair will close on Saturday night, August 19th. The grounds were never in better condition than they are now, and fair visitors will see the largest display of exhibits ever at the local fairgrounds. First of the three days of racing will get underway this afternoon. Four races of two dashes, each will be held on all three days. Purses totaling $5,800 will be awarded. Hmm. <clears throat> That's 1950. Wow. <clears throat> Stage setting for the Junior Fair program Wednesday night blew down during the rainstorm Wednesday afternoon. The setting was re-erected re before the performance Wednesday night. Uh, Governor Frank Lauschie arrived at 3 p.m. Wednesday to visit the fair he remained Wednesday night to crown the Centennial Fair Queen, Barbara Wilcox. Tonight, Thursday, Lulu Bell and Scotty and the National Barn Dance will be the grand stand feature. The Gus Sun Western Variety Show has been scheduled for Friday night and Ward Beam's Auto Daredevils will present a thrill-packed show Saturday night. Junior Fair demonstrations, the Junior Fair Health Parade and the Junior Fair Style Show will be features, features in the Livestock Arena in the Junior Fair Building Saturday morning. Friday night at 6 p.m., the Centennial Parade will take place. For further information on the parade, see another story on this page. Gilead Grange was awarded first place honors in the Grange Displays Contest. Canaan Grange won second, Lincoln Grange third, South Bloomfield fourth, and Williamsport fifth. Gilead Grange's booth was decorated in a pink and silver color pattern with a huge pink fan centered with 100 to 1850 Century of Progress, 1950. Baskets of gladiolas, cosmos, zinnias, and marigolds were arranged across the front of the display, which was centered with... Um, various instruments of the agricultural order. A total of 611 persons paid admission to enter the fairgrounds on Tuesday. The 25 cent admission price was paid for 163 automobiles the same day. The total of 82 head of cattle were exhibited at the District Jersey Parish Cattle Show, which was held at the fair this year. Winners in the Dairy Cattle Division of the Senior Fair and the amount they won were Blaine Bishop, $108. G.W. Lowe, $148. Cecil Miller, $16. Diane Jordan, $11. John Bill Esty, 
$8. Mrs. Donnell Chase, $19. Jim and Charlotte Sauter, $31. Jeanne Cockrell, $29. Roger Cockrell, $13. And there are more and more and more. So at the end of this article, it says, County Highway workers will clean up the grounds following the fair, and the grounds will again be sprayed with DDT. Ooh, DDT. <laughs> really? Yes. 1950, that was a thing to do. So Killers for those bugs. who don't know, DDT is or was used as a um, basically uh, an herbicide, and it killed everything. And it also was found to be a carcinogen as well as a um, leading cause for um, I, basically most of the, the animal populations, uh, like a decrease in uh, like eggs mm-hmm. for birds and such. And uh, that actually was one of the causes, I believe, for eagles as well as the DDT um, killed the birds or uh, cause the eggs to not develop appropriately. So, and that's just off the top of my head. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but that's just from what I remember from school. I don't remember that being a herbicide. Wasn't that an insecticide? No, you're, you're right. It's an insecticide. Okay. Yes, okay. sorry. Um, yes. DDT used to be also, it was in the, um, the sprays. Yes, your hospital sprays. To get rid sprays. of the mosquitoes sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, so sorry, it was not an herbicide. So I was wrong. See? see? Don't tell my wife. <laughs> It's just a normal day. Wow. Okay. Cool story, Mike. Yeah, it is. And the Morrow County Fair is a long-time tradition, so figure that out. It's been going on since 1850. And that's only two years after the county was formed. So, Wow. You know, I, I found it interesting. We talked about the Cross House, and again, it, that property came up in this story. And I can't remember how many stories now that same spot on the south side of town has been in multiple stories. Yeah, well, that house uh, was where the first school classes were held in Mount Gilead. It was where the Presbyterian Church uh, had their first meetings. Um, There were anti-slavery meetings held there. That property was a big horse farm extending all the way down to the Whetstone, you know, where uh, uh, 911 is and so on. That Mm -hmm. was all part of that farm. It was a rather big horse farm. Yeah, it's just impressive to think about, you know, all this stuff started from, and it was all based right there. So it was almost like that was the center of town, even though it's all referred to as the south side of town. Yeah, and I do believe that the south squares that is called down there, that light, was where the town started and it went north from there. So that would have been the main square at the time, I do believe, where what we call the main square with the uh, victory shaft now uh, I don't know if that existed yet. I'm not sure on that. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for taking us back, Mike. Well, yes. All right, Mike. So today we have Dave Brown from the Senior Fair Board of Mara County and Lindsay Gullick from the Junior Fair Board. And uh, we're going to interview them for yeah. the fair that is pretty I, I much hear back the, to normal. Yeah, I hear it's going to be pretty much back to normal after last year's uh, situation. So, um, situation. Situ- last year's situation. I said situation. Yeah, I know you did. I'm just okay. saying situation. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys are listening to this. This is take five, by the way, for this, this portion here. We won't see whose fault it was. Huh? <laughs> but it was Mike's fault. So, all right. Um, Dave. 
Tell me a little bit about the Senior Fair Bird. What are you excited for this year? Um, you know, what's, what is something that you're really, really proud of? So we're just happy we can get back to some normalcy, um, get everybody in there, the kids in there to get their animals shown, spend the week, have families be there. Um, we, got, we got a lot of entertainment, um, nightly activities, um, and just want to get people there and uh, come down and enjoy the fair. Yeah, um, you know, I've seen that you guys have lots of, uh, lots of pretty cool entertainment. What was it, Kentucky Headhunters? So, so Sunday, Sunday night, to, uh, for entertainment that night, we have uh, Nashville Crush opening for the Kentucky Headhunters in the grandstands. Um, it, it should be a really, really good show. Those guys are awesome performers and uh, should, uh, should be great. Awesome. And then uh, is there another big act? Do you have another big act uh, during the, the week here? So it, it starts out in the evenings on Monday and Tuesday night with harness racing. Uh, Wednesday night we have a diesel pickup truck drag race. Um, they do that on the open road. They don't need to do it during the fair. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So uh, get those guys in there and uh, blow some smoke and, and make some speed and dust. Um, Thursday night we'll have the rough truck contest as well in the grandstand, something that traditionally we have done. Um, Friday night we have the Central Ohio and Buckeye truck, truck poles at the grandstands. And then Saturday night the big OSTPA um, tractor and truck pole. And if you listen on Saturday night, you'll be able to hear those pulls all over the county. You will. Yes, you will. All right. And then looks like uh, Sunday is, again, the, you know, the big grandstand with Nashville Crush opening for Kentucky Headhunters. And then, ooh, Monday. Demolition Derby to close it out. That's right. Back to normal. Woohoo! All right. Um, Lindsay. Yes. What is something that uh, you guys are excited for in Junior Fair? We're excited for the same thing Senior Fair is, to be back to normal. Um, exhibitors will not be limited as they were last year, so they are able to bring um, back to the normal standards and we'll have the animals there the full week. All right. Well, I mean, that's got to be an improvement. I mean, last year was nutso. Yeah, last year we, we were able to let the kids exhibit, but the only way to do that was to have them truck in and truck out. And so um, that doesn't give you the full fair experience and it doesn't bring the community. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know what to say about 2020 other than it was the longest decade of my life. Um, well, let's just move on past 2020 yeah. and, and try to get back to a more normal way of living. So in 2021, what is something that um, you guys are excited for, a big thing? Have you guys made any improvements? Well, we have, we did get a donation from Park National Bank um, for, it was for beautification of the fairgrounds. And so we have 4-H clubs that have put out stock tanks filled with flowers. And so that's something new that we've done this year that that is a contest and the winning club will get a pizza party. So that's been fun. And with that donation, we also have put up a wood wall in the youth building that we're going to be able to mount plaques and um, it kind of goes with the theme of the fair of the old fashioned. We're going to be able to bring in history by having the list of previous showmen of showman winners, 
um, carcass contest, some of the herdsman awards. It's going to be a nice place to keep that history alive and recognize those that have done well in years past. Nice. That's a nice improvement. Yes. To be able to do that. Um, camping. I saw that uh, campers had to have their, they already, they've already had to have turned in all their paperwork and packet pickup was listed, even though it looks like some like to keep it there so they don't lose it until the day of move in. Um, does the camping, I mean, is it full? It's, it's full. Nice. There might be one or one or two spots left last we checked, but we're getting people calling in every day and, uh, I think everybody wants to just get out and enjoy a fair. Nice. Enjoy and the Morrow County Fair. Yeah. And some of the, um, some of the improvements is we, you guys had, uh, the, the commissioners knocked down two barns that were in pretty bad shape. They, they did. Um, the, the building just to the south of that is being painted. Um, uh, Maggie Clark has been down there working in the flower beds, getting them, them cleaned up and just got a lot of fair board members down there constantly with maintenance on the buildings, painting, electrical, just getting stuff cleaned up. We just, uh, this weekend, hold all new sawdust into the show arena. Looks good, smells good. Oh, I bet. Um, just getting ready, setting up. I know, I drove by this morning and somebody was out there mowing the infield down and it looked like the trash cans have all been set and almost like Christmas Eve, you know. <laughs> yes. The, the trash cans have been set in the infield with care, you know, that type of thing. Mike, what, you got any questions here? Um, no questions. One of the big events of the fair, of course, is the uh, livestock sale on Monday. Um, that brings in some pretty big bids from uh, folks from all over, doesn't it? What can you say about the livestock sale? So we're planning to have our livestock sale um, as normal. We were not able to have that last year. We're not going to focus on that, um, but we will have it live and in person. And so it's a it's a great opportunity to come out and support the youth. They've worked really hard. Um, they worked hard last year, and you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to recognize them in the manner they deserve. So I hope this year we can come out and support them and just keep encouraging them to pursue agriculture. Okay, and basically uh, setups going on on Sunday and Monday. So really the fair, it's open to the public, but not really open to the public till Tuesday, correct? That's correct. Okay. So the animals will move in on Monday and all of the market animals get weighed in in the evening. So it, it tends to be um, not the best time to walk through the barns. So we definitely, if you're coming to see the animals, we recommend you come on Tuesday. Tuesday or afterwards, sure. Yes. All right, and um, looks like we've got rides this year, and I'm assuming those are from Autobockers? Correct. As uh, per tradition, right? Yes. And it looks like, so the rides will be open Tuesday through Monday, and it is noon to 11 p.m., except for on Monday, and that's going to be uh, noon to 4 p.m., and they close at between five and six as tradition for dinner time um so that's that's nice to see the rides and we already talked about some of the big events um let's see here what Lindsay, do you yeah. look like you have something you want to share i do um we so tuesday night is our king and queen presentation and so i want to take a moment and recognize those that um 
have went through the interpro interview process and have been chosen to be voted on. So it's our top um, nine, so our top nine candidates. The court, yeah. Yes, the court. Okay. Um, but I just want to also make it known that there were, you know, these are our top nine. That doesn't mean they were the only ones. We had a lot of candidates this year, which was wonderful. It showed that, you know, kids are ready to be back, and we encourage all of those that applied to apply again next year. Um, our court consists of Brooke Clapman, Emma Hinkle, Ashley Huffine, Kayla Carlisle, Brianna Zigger, Sam Westmiller, Mason Kidwell, Miles Jordan, and Brendan Gamble. Oh, sorry, Brendan. Brendan Gamble. Okay. So, and then following that, we have a DJ this year. So there will be a dance in the youth building, and that will be around 7, 7.30 on Tuesday evening. Okay, nice. And then I see here that we have some uh, school spirit days. So it looks like um, Cardington and Highland school spirit, spirit day is Tuesday. Northmore is Wednesday. Mount Gilead is Thursday. Um, man, there's puppet shows. A chainsaw exhibitor. Oh, if you haven't seen that chainsaw dude, he he he's amazing. He's an artist when, or an artiste with what he does down there. Uh, bee extraction event. Oh, that could be dangerous. Um, let's see. Ooh, magician, magic, a variety show. Oh, Mike, this is one you should go to. What's that? Mike Bishop, the hypnotist. You should be hypnotized. That would be awesome. We you could know, do that. We could record that. That would be awesome. We could <laughs> Facebook live that. You want me to act like a chicken or what? Well, I mean, if we can get him to do that, that'd be awesome. All right. Um, so tell me, what does it take to what does it take to be on Junior Fair Board? What is you know how does one get into the Junior Fair Board process? We do interviews in the fall for the the coming year. Um, they come from 4-H, FFA, Girl Scout, and Boy Scouts. It's what comprises our board. Right now we have roughly 40 members. This is a year-long commitment. A lot of people hear the name Fair Board and they assume that it's, you know, a couple weeks out of the year. They work a week or two to get ready and tear down for a week. No, it is a full year commitment. Um, we look for kids that are wanting to lead in the county, that are willing to... Um, just dig in and do something. We meet, we meet monthly, we have a lot of fun, we do a lot of games, and we have different um, activities to get to know one another. This year, one thing that I'm really proud of the kids is we had a group go out to Flying Horse Farm and help with that cleanup this year, just to kind of spread some of that community goodness. Um, they help with trainings throughout the year, we have judgings. I mean, it's, it is a lot, but in my experience, it helps prepare them for the real world. It helps prepare them for a job. It helps them prepare for responsibilities that you don't, you don't get the chance to have those. So Nice. Well, what about uh, Senior Fair Board? How does someone get into Senior Fair Board if they're interested? Um, stop by and pick up an application. Put your name on the ballot. So it's a, a ballot it's a voting selection. Process. So, okay. Don't you have so many per township or something on yes. that board? Represented from township and then a handful at large. Okay. And um, let's see, what else is there? It looks like you guys have several sponsors. So Monday is um, uh, Morrow County Commissioner's Day. 
Tuesday is Discount Drug Mart Day. Wednesday is Blackstone Insurance Agency Day. Uh, Thursday is Ramco Rental Day. Friday, Touchstone, Touchstone Energy Day by Consolidated Electric Cooperative. Um, Saturday looks like Burkhart Farm Center uh, Day. And Sunday is Cardington Utaka Day. So, so those are some big big names in the county that are supportive yes great great supporters of the fair um and it takes a lot i mean i've planned lots of events my in my short life compared to others but it takes a lot to plan an event i can't imagine a six day event or almost seven day event from you know well it's longer than that if you i mean but the actual time that it's open to the public Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's huge and there's no wonder why it's like you said not just a, a two or three week commitment. It is literally all year long. Go ahead. Don't fight over it. We can let you vote. <laughs> okay. Um, and I do want to um, say a thank you to those that are very generous. It, it takes a lot and it's very, um, I think it's very special that our community puts such a high focus on these programs and is willing and, you know, giving to these kids to honor them, um, even even rosettes cost money, even the ribbon, and it's nice when we can add something to it, but um, these kids deserve these awards, and this year we have had a tremendous outpouring of community support, and we're just very grateful to be able to recognize the kids, and that's because of the donors. Okay, and do the ribbons still come from Ashley, from RB Powers Ribbon Factory? I yeah. presume they the do. The majority of the ribbons do, yes. 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 Nice. So they're still local. Yes. Nice. Wanted to mention that, yeah. Um, The fair schedule, you gave me a pocket schedule, and uh, it looks like these are compliments of Snyder's uh, Snyder Funeral Home, Mm -hmm. as well as the Morrow County Office of Recycling and Litter Prevention. Uh, Where are these at? Where can we get these? Uh, Besides, I'm guessing the fair board office, are these out in the community anywhere, or do we just pick them up at the gates? Currently, right now, they're at the fair board office. There will be some distributed to some area businesses. I can't tell you right now where. Um, okay. But uh, yes. And the weekly fair pass. Um, how much are those? Are thirty dollars this year? Yes. And you can pick those up at the senior fair senior office. Senior fair board office. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now um, I know it takes a lot of volunteers as well. I mean, you guys are all volunteers on the on the board, but I know that it takes volunteers to do other things. So who's running your fair gates this year? Uh, Mount Gilead Athletic Boosters. The athletic boosters. Yeah. Okay. They've done it in the past. They've done a well job, great job. And uh, so those are the the main gates there. Um, and then you also have the infield. Um, some of the fair board manages that. Um, I believe Northmore Athletic Boosters as well is going to work some of the infield gates for us this year. They've done that in the past. All right. Um, track cross country team and the football team, I believe. And then, of course, the concessions, right, the, to run the concessions down there at the, the grandstands. And have you guys made any improvements to the grandstands in the last year or so? Um, just replacing some boards, painting some boards is, is uh, what we've been working on with that. I know there's been some water taps added um, around the, the track, I think, was it this spring maybe? They, there was some water re- lines repaired. Repair, okay. Um, some new, there was some new lighting put up around the track. Nice. And I'm sure, you know, is if this is the 170-some uh, event, there's lots of improvements that need to be continued and, and, 
and to uh, be focused on. And I know that it's not been cheap because, uh, you know, materials, I'm trying to build a pole barn and I can't do that yet. So I'm, I'm sure that for you guys it's the same type of a thing. Um, but I've seen some great improvements with the horse barns. Um, and then you guys just made a big improvement with the, is it the rabbit and poultry? We put, yes, cages were added, new cages were added and uh, put up in there um, within a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, three years ago, four years ago, I believe, we concreted the goat barn and changed the pens around in there. Um, there's just, there's con constant improvements. Um, I think the cattle barn's being painted this week. Yeah. Um, it just starts. The, the 2022 fair will start preparing for that right after yes. our 2021 fair. And I'd like to add too that the uh, Morrow County Historical Society has, has done a lot of improvement on the uh, log houses down there. Uh, new porch, which is now safe to walk on. And some of the uh, lotted, lotted logs, rotted logs <laughs> have been, uh, <laughs> have been uh, replaced. So uh, stop in to see that as well. That's right behind the uh, draft horse barn right there. And the two buildings that were torn down, you have better visibility of the uh, log house now too. So wanted to throw that in there. And if you are a pizza connoisseur, Mike, Wednesday, September 1st, we can get you into the pizza eating contest at the small stage at 6 p.m. If you're interested. Hey there. Nice to see you. Um, <laughs> Hang on just a minute here, folks. We've got a semi going by. All right. Um, at the small arena, Steamtown Road Concert. Which one of you guys can tell us about that? Dave. Oh, so. <laughs> Lindsay just threw Dave under the, <laughs> under the steamroller. So um, a couple years ago, we had, a, we had a band. Honestly, I can't tell you the name of the fella. They were really good. It was something that was brought up by the senior fair board to try over there in the evening to do and it was a great success um last year obviously we couldn't do that so this year the steamtown road concert um will be put on there and that is from somebody local here and i i apologize i do not know the name i wasn't involved in getting that set up but uh not a problem i just want to call that out that was kind of uh an interesting name i thought and i thought oh we'll ask so we have just a few minutes uh, actually less than a few minutes um Entrance to the park, walk in at gate A, drop off yep. at gate A, pick up at yep. gate A, yep. B, C, and D, all three open yep. for drive-in. Yep. Handicap parking entrance is gate B. gate B, and then C is on top of the hill, and Correct. that is full yes. entry and exit, yep. gate D, full entry and exit. Yes. Yep. Anything important, uh, anything else that you guys want to get out there to make sure we spread the word? I do. Um, make sure to like the Morrow County Junior Fair Facebook page. We post um, constant updates on that. We'll have updates from the previous day of the fair. I think that I is it. Her. You guys um, obviously have take that been off? putting in the work uh, for the last year uh, to get the fair back open okay. and running. And I'm sure that you guys really didn't have much of a choice to like just really storm at it since the governor lifted this um, restrictions on the 5th. Yeah. Because I talked to Mary on, I want to say, the end of May, and she's like, we don't know what's going on yet. We don't know what's going on yet. So I'm sure you guys are just anxious, and it's just now, like, full drive to get this going. So yes. kudos to you guys. Uh, congrats 
I'm giving you a congrats ahead of time because you're going to pull this off. It's going to be probably the best fair yet. Um, the way that it sounds, some of these events, and I know that folks are ready to get back, back to it. So thank you guys for volunteering um, and doing the doing the work. Uh, and I know it's not easy, but uh, thanks again for you know making sure that Morrow County has something like this and some entertainment. Um, I'm really looking forward to the outhouse races. I think it's not. I don't think it's going to be a crappy time. I think it's going to be a good time. Ooh, very exciting. That was a mic joke. Sorry, guys. All right. So, again, that was uh, Lindsey Gullick and uh, Dave Brown from the Morrow County Fair Board. All right. Thank thanks, you. guys. Thank you.